Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Brew, a cold coffee comics podcast. This week brought to you a very, very special edition, the Pokemon podcast that we have been promising for, well, a couple of weeks yeah. now. Uh, I'm Luke Kinney. I'm Jaren Cookshausen. And I'm Brian Cole. And we are going to talk your ear off all about Pokemon and our yes. experiences today. We would have done one on uh, the day of po- Pokemon Day, but um, I was in New Mexico, and I know, Luke, you were not available. Yeah, I was uh, in Oregon. Oregon, yeah. And I know, Jaren, you were sitting alone crying, wanting to be <laughs> on a podcast. Yeah. But... I, was, I was dealing with migraines, so that was uh, fun. Yeah, even better. Um, but yeah, so we did not That got really some... real really fast. I know, really, yeah. really quick. Um, no, we... we we wanted to put one out on Pokemon Day. That would have been awesome on Saturday, but you know it's okay. Um, yeah, we'll it's fine. It yes. So uh, why don't we go ahead and just jump straight into the news for you guys? We're going to talk news about Pokemon that's upcoming, and then we're going to go ahead from there and go into our nostalgia for Pokemon and talk about all things Pokemon that we loved throughout the years. So, uh, do you want to start talking about uh, no Pokemon Z? I guess that's oh. a big headline. Yeah, well, there's nothing official yet, but it, I'm curious about it because they've officially announced Pokemon Sun and Moon for right. this year, and there were so many rumors like leading up to a Pokemon Z, which was going to be a direct sequel to X and Y, and they even have the show out now, Pokemon X, Y, and Z. So right. it just makes me wonder if they're postponing it or if there's actually not going to be a Pokemon Z. Okay. I didn't well, actually hear about that. Yeah, it seems like, I I don't know if this is the same kind of deal or not, but I guess Black and White had a direct sequel, Black 2 and White 2. They didn't really have, like, a Black, White, and Gray version. So maybe they're going to be doing something similar to that? Well, and that's that's what people have wondered, if there's going to be, like, an X and Y 2 instead of just, like, uh, Pokemon Z. Um, right. But there were so many rumors and lead up to like the this direct sequel to X and Y, and then it just kind of seemed to fall off, and then all of a sudden Sun and Moon came out of nowhere. So, mm-hmm. um, and then there's also rumors of the Pokemon Rainbow. There's a kind of a spot holder for that. They're not sure if Sun and Moon is that, but it's rumored to be a title for the Nintendo NX that's supposed to be coming out somewhere so okay yeah so well, that'll soon, be soon we'll have over a thousand pokemon that we're gonna have to memorize yeah and yeah. i'm just gonna have to throw in the towel at that point well sun and moon is the only official seventh generation thing so far so mm-hmm. thankfully well and if it's anything like x and y x and y was one of the smallest like add-on generations there was less than 100 pokemon added at that time oh yeah so small yeah, well, <laughs> compared to any of the other generations, that's pretty small. Yeah, um, that's very true. So I guess we'll see what Sun and Moon brings. Like this is, I'm I'm excited. This is brand new. It's a completely new region from what everybody can see, and there are definitely new Pokemon coming. So nice. Yeah, absolutely. I'm stoked I'm, too because uh, I I didn't realize this until I must have been thinking about it while I was on my flights because I was replaying Pokemon X. It's it's been out for like three years. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, it's I, actually closer to four now because yeah. Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire is now at like two years. Yeah, it, it's crazy how quickly those both of those generations. Well, I guess you know Omega Ruby, not really a new generation, but both of those games just stayed so relevant for me 
that mm-hmm. I completely disregarded their age. <laughs> and I was like, oh, holy shit. They've been out yeah, for dude. a long time. I'm still playing X and Y and Omega oh, yeah. Ruby. Um, Same. Trying to complete the national decks. Yeah. Which is, God, that's an undertaking. Holy shit. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> lots and lots of wonder trading. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh from there so yeah sun and moon um i remember it was it wasn't even a rumor until like a week before the announcement too yep which was pretty interesting they kept it super under wraps i think also yeah. though people were really focused on pokemon go being the next big thing and then mm-hmm. but i mean i i gotta admit i did expect uh either either a remake of like gen 4 or a completely new pokemon ip to be coming out this year just because it's such a huge year it's the year of pokemon you know yeah. which is awesome well and that's why that's why i feel like something like pokemon z or x and y2 got pushed because why not release a brand new generation yeah. um, to celebrate that 20th year so yeah absolutely right. off with right. a bang with, well <laughs> you know that that would be i think personally for me it would be the pokemon go um if they released that that would be the biggest bang ever. Well, and that's oh, supposed to yeah. come later this year. Um, they're starting betas in Japan right now, and they're going to start betas elsewhere in the world later on. So um, I would like to say uh, thank you, America. It's been fun. Brian is officially <laughs> leaving for Japan tomorrow to take Brian's part out. in the Pokemon Go Brian's beta out. testing. Goodbye, and uh, we will see you all next week. What's funny is there's no there's no news or anything on like how to get into the beta. It's so quiet. Like I'm actually yeah. I was looking it up, and re- thank God no reported deaths yet. No one's run into a street well, or gotten or gotten killed. Um, so that's a good thing. Yeah, there was uh, there was kind of a big thing on Twitter. I think maybe it was today. I was looking it up where they were talking about how the new Nintendo Direct none of the Nintendo Directs that have been scheduled recently and I think the new one came out today or maybe it comes out soon but uh there's no updates really on Pokemon Go and I guess uh nin- the Nintendo Pokemon Company aren't going to be at one of their conferences this year mm-hmm. uh but then there was uh I forget who it was who made the announcement it was one of the lead uh, designers producers on Pokemon said that the reason that they're not doing it is because they just want to focus all of their assets right now on Pokemon Go and making sure it's the most complete product that they can deliver us and frankly I am completely okay with this because you know how I am with the rest of the gaming world and <laughs> shit being released way too goddamn early so I'm just yeah. like thank you so much for giving a shit about us <laughs> yeah no they they were supposed to have a be at some conference recently that they canceled on as well that uh that might be the same one that i was talking on. about yeah. yeah they uh they at first there was no news of it because they just um there was rumor that they weren't going to show up and then they officially just canceled like days before it so right but you know once again i am totally okay with this as long as they want to make the best product before it launches worldwide Amen. And I'm uh, I'm really excited about it. I I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna bring this up just briefly. I don't know if you guys have played the game that Pokemon Go is based on, Ingress. No. I actually, when I read about the beta, I downloaded it. I haven't tried it out yet, and I was gonna kind of look at it because a lot of people are saying it's gonna be probably along the same lines. Is it an application? It is. Yeah, it's it's on the App Store. It's free. Um, okay. and yeah, I I actually played it for a little while. Uh, God, it must have been last summer 
or at the end of last summer when Pokemon Go was officially announced. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's pretty it's a pretty great game. I mean, I can see definitely see the application for uh, using Pokemon with it because the game is just based solely on your location. And essentially, what happens is is there's two factions. And you're in one faction, there's another faction of a bunch of people out there, and your job is to essentially capture nodes all over town that are based on, like, like special areas in town. Like, for example, there's one at the Book Cliff Cafe that's, like, right up the street at me. There's a node there. There's a node at the baseball field. There's a node. There's a bunch of nodes at the school. And so you can just kind of walk around and look at your phone as your map, and then there's a little picture of, like, the, the statue or whatever where the node is, so you kind of have a general idea, and you go there and you try to capture it from the opposing faction. So... Yeah. Where that's not, you know, nothing like Pokemon, I can definitely see how this uh, this system will work out very well. Because you'll see it on your phone, it'll be like, hey, there's a Pokemon near you at this location in town. Mm-hmm. Probably a predetermined, you know, based on the community around Pokemon Go, like Ingress is. Um, and then you'd be like, oh, hey, something appeared over here, and then you go find it. So, Well, and there's there's going to be, they've already officially announced gyms, um, which you'll have to find... Um, and then it seems like there's actually going to be teams where you can meet up because, like, um, I watched somebody break down like and like deep analyze the um, Pokemon Go trailer, and uh, awesome. It looks like there's actually groups and like team bases and stuff like that, which I guess is kind of something that takes place in Ingress, where you kind of can capture yeah. or have group events that capture like nodes and stuff like that so yeah and the ingress uh ingress has a massive social community following with it i mean mm-hmm. the whole game is essentially built on their community and i think and it, it is really supportive because a lot of players will they'll, they'll be like a random event that is going on nearby you and it'll kind of like ping on your phone like once a month or something mm-hmm. then you mm-hmm. go to wherever this location is and then a bunch of other Ingr- ingress players are there which is super cool like in uh you know i mean there's all sorts of success stories on the forums of great communities all over the United States and the world. So I think, I think as long as the system is built just like it is in Ingress with the community being in charge, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. And I mean, in general, I feel like the Pokemon community is a really good community. So absolutely. We are, we are a great community. We are we always, rock. always wonderful people. <laughs> we'll just throw ourselves. In. We're just, which the we are, but we are part but... of the Pokemon community. <laughs> We yeah, I am. Try. I am ridiculously excited for Pokemon Go. I am so looking forward to that. Uh, dude, I've already my got job. my bag. I've got my bag packed. Like honestly, <laughs> I know my friend and I. Every Thursday, um, now that I have Thursdays off, we're going hiking, and we legitimately are gonna maybe not hike out in the wilderness. We might just run around town and um, go on a Pokemon adventure. Go on Pokemon adventures. Like fuck no yeah, shit. Take the dog. <laughs> Put stuff on her back, maybe dress up a little bit. Might be strange, <laughs> but hey, other people will be doing it too. Dude, yeah, I've already fuck off. I've already told Lindsay, I'm like I've Goodbye. got Sundays off coming up. We're just gonna go on like Pokemon capture dates. That's what it's gonna <laughs> yeah. be. No, so. that's gonna be the most amazing thing. Like honestly, like what we're I'm gonna go around town and just freaking oh, I'm so excited. I'm gonna yeah, get like, gonna be a ton 80 of fun. billion steps in yeah. a day. I'm just curious to see what's going to be around the regions because I like Grand Junction's a smaller town, and they said like the rarer Pokemon you're going to have to actually travel to find, which and is then, pretty cool. 
yeah, the fact that everything is region based, like you actually, there'll be certain Pokemon that we won't be able to capture, like in the U.S. that you'll have to capture elsewhere. So you'll actually have to to get everyone. You'll have to travel, like everywhere. That's what it's. They're trying to keep it as real world as possible, which is crazy. I'll I'll probably have desert, desert. So a lot of ground Pokemon down here in Arizona. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it'll be okay. I just want my Charizard, and I'll be happy. There you go. Well, and everybody's curious if we're if they're gonna do starters or not. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I hope you have to catch one, and that's your starting Pokemon. I guess yes and no, because I mean, in the games, like if that's what they're trying to keep true to, everybody's given like a starter of some sort. So, I guess, I guess I'm curious to see like what they would offer. It mostly seems to be based off just the first generation. So yeah. Well, well, if you think about it, though, in the first generation, uh, like you would run into trainers and they'd only have one Pokemon and it'd be like a Rattata. But like Joey with his Rattata, who's who's above Fuck the you, average Joey. of other Rattatas, Joey's Rattata. apparently. Oh, hold oh. on. Let me clarify something. My brother's name is Joey. Not you, Joey. The Joey in Pokemon Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver, Or just Silver and Gold. Sorry, Joey. He's, I, he's I love you, better, bro. He's a better Rattata than any other Rattata out there. Um, but that's the thing. Like... <laughs> I feel like he just kind of stumbled and was like, oh, it's a little Rattata. Oh, we're going to be friends. I don't know if that's <laughs> how he sounds, but that's how he sounds in my brain because he likes fucking shorts and he has a yeah. Rattata. Shorts um, are comfy, bro. Shorts are comfy. <laughs> uh, what was that? Was it a, um, a special, a super effective comic where the kid's like, all right, oh my God, here comes a really cute girl. Here comes a super cute girl. And the girl walks up and he's like, I like shorts because they're really comfy. <laughs> oh, like, blew it. <laughs> it was great. Um, but no, I really, like, I kind of, like, maybe it's just me, but I hope that I have to go out and actually find one. And that's the one I start with. Not, yeah, I mean, well, it might be an Ekans and I won't be really excited about that. But, but Ekans well, becomes Arbok. To- yeah. I know, but it's a snake, and I don't like snakes. I can you're do dragons because they have wings. Capture Pokemon anyway, so I mean, yeah. it's it's not yeah. like you're gonna be able to sit at home and catch Pikachu's. So. Damn it! True. What, well, True. what if there's a spawn point right on my house? Then I'm just gonna be like, yeah, bitches. Like, I have so many Pikachu's. Somebody come over and trade, please. <laughs> can somebody please come over and catch all these guys? Oh my god. Okay, here's what we do. Right, we set up a Pokemon exterminator company. And we travel around the United States catching people's unwanted Pokemon that keep hanging out outside of their houses. Done. Oh, done. There we go. Nintendo, you can sponsor us. We will totally do that. Thank you. Absolutely. I need at least 60000 a year. Yes. No, po- no Pokemon will be harmed in the catching. No Pokemon will be <laughs> nope. harmed in the catching. And they will be tr- wonder traded, hopefully to good people. We don't yes. quite know if they'll be good or not. But Oh, my gosh. No, it, that would be awesome. I would be so yeah. excited. But no, I, that, is... that's the one game that I'm actually going to get an extra battery pack. Like I'm actually purchasing, and I, I, I have it on uh, on my wish list on Amazon. And they also solar... have the... Uh... Hmm? Oh, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I have a solar charger for my backpack that you can set on top of your backpack, and you can plug your phone in, and it will actually charge your phone based on solar charge. That's some hippie shit right there, Brian. Um for Pokemon that's, Go, I'll go fucking full hippie. Absolutely. I'll go I'll go hiker hiker hippie for I that. Go, you're gonna go full patchouli on us? I'm gonna, I'm gonna Actually, sniffing, you know what? You live in Arizona. Tor- I can't say anything. I'm gonna start sniffing Taurus fur. You guys better watch out. <laughs> no, I but they also have that uh that uh add on 
Pokeball thing that you can get for Pokemon Go um, that kind of like buzzes and notifies you if there's a Pokemon in the area. It's kind of yeah, shaped the, like a Pokeball. It looks the, like a watch. The Go Plus or whatever. Yeah, um, I'm totally going to pick one of those. Oh, I am too, yeah. It's it's a... Uh, it's a watch, right? Nah, no, it's, well, it's like just a band. A, it's just like a band with a little Pokeball thing and the the button lights up when there's like a Pokemon nearby and you can use that to catch Pokemon as well. Um, there's still not a lot of details on exactly how it works with the game. So, yeah. Cause I mean, we've seen like maybe two screens of like gameplay and that's like about it. There hasn't been a lot released on this yet. It's still super yeah. hush hush. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping with the beta that stuff's going to like come out mm-hmm. on like how it actually works. So, right. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. It actually looks kind of cool. It's like a little Pokemon with like a, it almost looks like a, like a pin drop on the map. Yeah. 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 Okay. God. Okay. Uh, we I'm live excited. in a wonderful time. Folks. I know. Oh God. Yeah. We, live in a we can relive time. our. We can <laughs> actually live our own Pokemon adventures. And you know what? Speaking anymore, of but... speaking of that, uh, why don't we go from right now, the present, and go back about twenty years, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and let's let's have a discussion. The one that we've been egging at having since we started doing this podcast again and we keep slipping into every podcast. Let's talk about gen one. Let's talk about red and blue. Mm. So first of all, I wanted to, I wanted to ask, of course, you know, who did you guys first pick? Who was your guys' starter? Bulbasaur. No, Uh, (laughs) I was the weird guy. Jesus, Brian. I was a a Charmander. Charmander (laughs) kid. I, that was, I saw fire and I went, Ooh, click. Who fire? I see fire. No, don't sue me, Ed Sheeran. Don't sue me. Yeah, um, You're done. <laughs> I know. Shit. Uh, I chose a Squirtle first, and then I didn't like Squirtle, and then I went to Bulbasaur. Oh. Really? So we kind of have all three here. Uh, uh, but the first time, the first time I played with Squirtle, I didn't understand how the game worked yet. And Brian, mm-hmm. me and you were having this conversation a little bit beforehand. When I first played Pokemon Blue version. I thought that it was just Pallet Town and like that tiny piece of grass <laughs> right above Pallet Town. And so I must have spent like a good four or five hours just grinding out Rattata and Pidgey just in that little area. I never even made it to Viridian City. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I think that was I every did not know child any better. when we first grabbed it. I did the same thing. I just sat in that little in that little grass area and I was like, this is so dumb. Like, what is going on? I'm a level 15. Like, I one-hit these people. This is horrible. And then I took one more step past, and boom. (laughs) Yep. The game started. (laughs) I had no idea how to catch a Pokemon, too. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I I, I had no idea. I didn't even know. I I mean, I guess I talked to the guy the first time I played, and he was like, hey, yo, Mm -hmm. man, you know how to catch a Pokemon? Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Uh, but yeah, until then, I didn't even know you had to buy Pokeballs. Uh, yeah. I was so ignorant, man. Like, and it, it just baffles me compared to how I am now and my vast knowledge. Like, I wish, I really wish some days I could replace that knowledge with math because I'm pretty <laughs> sure I would be a fucking astrophysicist by now. <laughs> uh, we all would be, man. Seriously. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but... I'd be sending fucking satellites to orbit. But you know what? I still wouldn't change it for the world. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, Neil Tyson. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I love you, Neil Tyson. <laughs> He's going to fight you. Probably. 
What's funny um, is like the game actually wasn't the first thing I I that got me into it because I remember Nintendo Power. If you guys know what that oh, is, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh um, yeah, I used to have a subscription. Is, yeah, which is no longer around. Um, they it was elementary school. I was ten years old. I was the perfect age for Pokemon, and I remember being in the the library and I was reading the Nintendo Powers, which is what I always read in the library, and they had a. Uh, Pokemon comics that you would tear out of them and I tore them I tore it out and s- stole it basically from the library nice. yeah. stealing is bad we don't promote that just FYI oh. um, <laughs> stealing is Pokemon. not condoned yeah so they had the comics and it was talked about the anime and it had like a little mini game guide in there which is what mm-hmm. introduced me to it so I was like <laughs> I, I think there were six total that I ended up taking from the library but Damn. Yeah, that's what got me into Pokemon, and then from then on, dude, like, yeah. Yeah, it was all downhill from there. What awesome. about you, Brian? What first got you into Pokemon? Actually, one of my friends, um, my parents were extremely legalistic when I was growing up. Um, so I was actually told I was not allowed to play Pokemon. They were lawyers? No. Christians. <laughs> ah, worse. Worse. <laughs> 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 No, legalistic Christians, very much like, you know, this is what the church says, so we're not going to do it. Like uh, Harry Potter and magic and all this stuff was banned, except we could read Narnia and Lord of the Rings. I never quite understood that, and I totally called my parents out on that when I was older. But um, I was over at Brian, now is not the time for an existential crisis. I know. (laughs) When I was a kid, I had a and I just didn't like it. No. Um, We, my friend, I went over to my friend's house. He's like, dude, do you want to play Pokemon cards? Like, what the hell are you talking about in my Christian brain? (laughs) And he's like, it's these monsters and we battle them. And here's how you play. And I went, what? (laughs) And he's like, here, you can have a starter deck. And he actually gave me a starter deck. So actually my first intro to Pokemon was not the games. It was was the, the card game. And then he was like, oh, you like the card game? Because we played it for like four hours at his house. And I was like, this is amazing. And he's like, do you like, do you like the card game? I was like, I do. He's like, I got a Game Boy game here. You can have, you can have my red copy because he had two copies. And I went home that day with the starter deck and with Pokemon Red. And I played Pokemon Red under my covers with a flashlight on the original Game Boy because oh, my parents, I didn't want to tell my parents I had the game because I knew they were going to throw it out. And yeah. Yeah. That's how I started playing Pokemon in, in covert secrecy. Damn. Because I, I, I didn't have to be covert. I saved up my money and bought a red Game Boy Pocket and the red version. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, it, it was, I mean, now my parents are like, yeah, well, okay, whatever, Brian. Like, we don't care. Right. But, you know, it was. Um, You're an adult now, Brian. You can play Pokemon if you want to. This is yeah, a safe place. I'm an adult. And <laughs> it was, it's just one of those is like, I, you know, I, I always was so scared because my mom actually did throw out my Pokemon cards. Um, now, granted, it was like, you know, I had a Rattata and a, you know, uh, Rassicate or Rassicate. I can never say Radicate. 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 <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you know, a Ponyta and a Rabidash type thing. And I'm like, yeah, I have a cool Pokemon deck. And my mom's like, these cards are so stupid and threw them out. And I was like, no. Jeez. So I was never able to have cards. Um, <laughs> so I set up trades at school. There you go. I was the guy. If Were you the broker? Needed, I was the broker. <laughs> I, if kids needed to find someone who had a Pokemon, I was able to locate it and talk to them about it. <laughs> Brian, the Pokemon boogie. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, but that's that's that was my first intro to Pokemon, and I it was one of my friends. Uh, his name was Adam, and he was like, "You nice. need to try this," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so it was. But you can't try it just once. And the best thing is, <laughs> the first one's try. always free, Brian. The first, <laughs> first one's always free. <laughs> and the best part is, he's probably not even playing Pokemon anymore. It, probably not. Look what happened, right? <laughs> Look what happened. <laughs> but, no, that was. That was probably me. What about you, Luke? Like, what got you into it? Uh, I remember, let's see. So, Pokemon launched in, what, 96? Mm -hmm. So, I was four. And my cousin, Barton, who was three years older than me, had his parents had gotten him a Game Boy and Pokemon Blue version. And my cousin, Kelsey, who was my age, had Pokemon Red version. And I was over at their house one, it must have been like Christmas or something, because we were still living in California, and they live in Aspen. So we came out here, and um, I started playing, you know, my, my cousin's blue version, like, over and over and over again. And I was like, I was fucking hooked. This is the first time I'd ever even played a video game. But the thing was, the thing that's really strange is that I'd been on computers since I could, like, walk. But I'd never really played video games on computers. Like, my dad kind of... He was, you know, my dad was a mad scientist. We've all kind of been over this. Uh, <laughs> and he, he would just kind of, like, sit me in his lap and, like, show me stuff and, in, like, inputting words. And he had an old, like, Mac 2 that he had to program. And he would, like, show mm -hmm. me how to do stuff, like, before I could, like, process words efficiently. So I'd, I'd been on computers my entire life. I have a photo of me at two years old sucking my thumb with one hand and, like, on a mouse on a computer with the other. Like... <laughs> So it has been a part of my life forever. Um, so this was my first experience to a video game, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. He had one of the cool, clear Game Boy Colors. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so we were we were playing that, and after that I was like, Mom, Dad, I really, really want to play this game. And for some reason my mom was avidly against video games. I mean – and, and – Mind you, my mom's my mom and dad are both scientists. They're both PhDs. They're both like really into technology. But for some reason, my mom had this vengeance against video games because she thought it would just cause brain damage. <laughs> well, uh, and obviously, she's not entirely yeah, right. I know. Not, I I I are thought processing. Um, <laughs> and so it it basically took like a year of a year of complaining and bugging and whining and throwing fits. And finally my dad was just, he bought me a clear, the clear game boy color and Pokemon blue version. And just basically said, don't tell your mom. And so <laughs> I had to do a lot like you, Brian, I had to like covertly play Pokemon for years. Yep. Like it was the only game that I had video game. I had for years. Uh, and I would just wait until everybody was asleep and like go under my covers and turn on my light and like play Pokemon. And I'd like sneak it in my backpack to school. Uh, so I could play during recess. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I think my mom actually found out because I, I think I got in trouble at recess once and they confiscated my Game Boy and then my mom had to come get me. Uh, <laughs> but that was that was my introduction to Pokemon and it was all downhill from there. 
I mean, for God's sakes, I, you know, <laughs> like my life revolves around video games now. Like, right. so, I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It was like the first step into something I fucking love, you know, without, without that first blue version, I would not be here with you guys. I would not be trying to put all these podcasts together about video games. Like that was, that was my foundation and I loved it so much. Um, and actually I wanted to bring up real quick, Brian, I had a very similar experience though with a religious family. Uh, my buddy Steven, his his family was extremely Christian. And they let him play like Super Smash Bros. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they had an N64. He was my only friend with an N64. Um, and so I lent him my, uh, my Pokemon Gold version, like, because I had Gold and Silver at the time. Right. I think it was right around when Crystal came out. So I was like, hey, you know, check this out. Go play it. It's a lot of fun. His dad took it from him and then threw it away. And he, he knew it wasn't my game. And then his parents wouldn't let me hang out with them anymore. What? And that was like the last time I saw Steven. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like these people were fucking culty crazy. Well, any <laughs> devil in my house coming yeah. from, coming from a family, not in the culty craziness, but well, no, where, but where things were really different as far as like games and, and like my mom ate up everything that was said on like a re- religious TV and religious like people (laughs) and i don't know who it was and so help me god if i find that person even though they're probably 90 something years old i'm gonna punch them right in the fucking face just (laughs) right in the fucking face because they said pokemon was evil yeah and see that that was the exact same thing with this family i mean whoever they're pastor was or something said pokemon was evil and like i mean and this is a problem it must have been like an evangelical priest yeah. or dude or whatever they are on the TV that always asks well, for money and something. Well, and see, you. at least you had a bigger city to work with. I was in a town of 600 people and everybody went to church but my family. So it was, it was like really weird. And I, I, I kind of don't want to stay on this topic too long. But yeah, I mean, we won't. We won't, back but. in the day, this was like a legitimate social issue. Mm-hmm. Which blows my goddamn mind because it's literally the most harmless video game I think that's out there besides like Hello Kitty Island Adventure. <laughs> yeah, I don't but really, I mean, Peta's yeah. attacked it several times. Didn't they yep. did that that one terrible like mock game of it where it was like worse than the actual game? It was it was like murdering and like her, physically harming Pokemon and like yeah. cutting like one of the like Pikachu's move was like tail dock and like like stab and shit it was it was absolutely disgusting i i remember when that came out and i got on just to check it out and i i closed out like two seconds in because that was it was literally (laughs) it was disgusting to me what they had done i refused i refused to uh, actually open it up i've never seen it yeah yeah Yeah. i haven't i've i never played it i remember you going on a a ramp uh a rant about yeah Yeah, well, I I had to check it out because I honestly did. I thought it was just like an April Fool's thing or something at the time because I was like, there's no fucking way. And yeah, sure enough, man, it's like, man, if this is the (laughs) people are people are fucking they're either one extreme or the other, man. But yeah, and like it, it, the reason it affects me so much is just like I was saying before, man, that's like my foundation for like what I'm building my career around. You know, it's such an important thing to me to see it be treated like that. As far as I see it, it's such an innocent thing. It just disturbs the hell out of me. Well, and the morals that are taught in this, like friendship and all of that stuff, like the and taking like, good care of your Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, the morals that are taught in these games is like 
like amazing compared to any other game you're going to find out there. So the fact that they're they're trying to attack a a good game is ridiculous. But yeah, Yeah. well, and look at Ash; he never wins a fight ever. Yeah, (laughs) like he might win like one or two. Exactly. It it's the only show and only game that teaches you. You know what? It's okay to lose. You can always try again. Yeah, what? absolutely. And how many times in the first season? What is it? A lot. Ash yeah. gets shit because he's friends with Pokemon's friends, and they yep. even show abusive trainers and how the Pokemon is loyal to it, like the Charmander episode. Yeah, that was he was a, he had an abusive trainer, right? And he that saved one Charmander. hit me so hard because he's Fuck my yeah, buddy, dude. and I was like, oh, boy, I'm the Charmander. <laughs> All the feels, the Charmander. But you know, yeah. it was like it was like you know, it's a. Uh, I can't watch it now because Ash is a fucking dumbass and drives me insane. So I can't actually watch <laughs> the show. But he's actually, but it's the, he's better in these newer seasons. So absolutely, I still, I still can't watch it. But it, the point being that the show still still has those same morals though exactly and that makes me i i want kids in this in all of these generations to be watching shows like that you know that are good morals and stuff you know and that's one of the great things about pokemon and one of the things like yeah maybe the anime's been hit or miss with us as an older crowd but every generation since us has gotten some incarnation of that and that yeah. that's such that's such a cool thing to me because it's such a positive thing for me and i just hope there's a bunch of other kids that were just like me you know back in the day that can take those moral lessons like yeah yeah, it's I mean, more if, than just a game, man. If to me, I ever have kids, dude, they're going to be raised on Pokemon. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my niece and nephew are one and almost three now, and mm-hmm. I bought them both a Pokemon, and they both love it. And oh, so, yeah. I mean, when they're my enough, nephews, dude. Yeah. When they're old enough, I'm, I'm buying them a Game Boys, and I'm teaching them how to play. <laughs> damn, to be, damn to be what the mother and father say. They're going to learn That's about so Pokemon. goddamn fantastic. Now, you want to trade me the... Mewtwo for the Pidgey. Right. Yep. Okay, so you caught the Mewtwo. So you, yeah, I want you want the Weedle. You want penis? Or no, the Metapod. You want penis? A Metapod. Penis use hard. Penis use hard. <laughs> That's the only yeah. reason he was named Penis. I love how we've grown up, but not really. Yeah, no, we have grown up. You know. Uh, it's a dick joke anyway yeah we can can segue into uh, probably some of our best pokemon nicknames i know luke you have an amazing one for ditto oh yeah okay so i have i have (laughs) i have a poor slave ditto uh so about you know all that morals that we just talked about throw that out the window because i'm an abusive traitor to this poor ditto uh i caught it right outside of i think it was God, I think it was Black One, um, the first, the original Black and White. I caught a Ditto, and he's been my main breeding utensil, and I named him Spoodrag, and I just left him in the daycare, and he hasn't he hasn't known any other life. This poor creature. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he hit he hit level 100 like a year and a half ago, and he's still there, just grinding out, trying to get good good fucking natures for my my Dratinis. The poor, uh, guy. The poor guy. Spoodrag. <laughs> Spoodrag, uh, yeah. my ditto. Wow. Spoogy. For the uh, longest <laughs> time, I didn't even nickname my Pokemon. I didn't either for a really long time. I still really don't, honestly. Like, I, of course, Metapod named it Penis. Yep. You kind of have to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think the 
favorite nickname I ever had was the Tay Pig. I named it Bacon. That was yep. pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Uh, bacon. What about? <laughs> I, I I can't really think of any others, but like now. I like like I'm going through blue version right now and I'm just naming them like really ridiculous things like mm-hmm. uh I have uh, a Nidoran named King Ralph. King like Ralph. and now he's a Nitto King, so Nitto King named King Ralph and nice. uh my Bulbasaur is just named Seedy uh <laughs> cuz he's a Seedy fellow. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I have fun with it now just because I, mm-hmm. I usually name them something ridiculous if I know they're going to stay in my party uh, because I love to go online and I wonder what people think. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude, it's crazy going through the old one now because I started Pokemon Blue and uh, mm-hmm. I'm not too it was a lot harder to it. But... Yeah, it's a lot harder than the ones are now. Like, I, I always forget going back. It took me a good two and a half hours before I could beat Brock. Like, yeah, because yeah. grinding and you can't run around and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like it's and not you don't as have XP share. Yep. Yeah, you don't you don't get yep. XP share in the beginning of the game, which is like because I, I was like, oh man, I have to switch out these low level Pokemon to train, yeah. to raise them up. I was like, ah shit. I just hit Vermilion City and I finally got my fucking Magikarp to become a Gyarados. Like, nice. it took four goddamn ever, because I always buy that magic card from that asshole at the yeah. Pokemon Center out front of Mount Moon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I literally, I mean, I think I'm I'm probably a good 10 hours into the game right now, and I finally got him to fucking evolve. It took forever. Nice. Without an XP share, you forget how spoiled we were. Like, right. now. <laughs> well, that wasn't, yeah. that wasn't even a thing until, uh, what was it, X and Y, right? No, you. What, the XP share? No, the XP share was Gen 2, I think you could get an XP share. No, I'm pretty sure it's no. Gen. Oh, no, it wouldn't. It would be No, Gen here's 2. the thing Gen 2, you could get an XP share, but the way it worked is it only worked with one Pokemon at a yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't yeah. think it was until the black and white versions when an XP share worked for the whole party. Yeah, it was just once. a key item that you turned on or off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it used to be you'd just have to switch the XP share depending on which Pokemon you wanted to use it. And now right. it just kind of spreads it all over everybody. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, I know I know, it was never party-wide yeah, until no. later. Well, it yeah. wasn't really... I, don't, I Like, I never really used it until... I think until Black and White when yeah, it was either. just kind of a standard thing. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. Like, they should have done this ages ago. Yeah. Yeah, for a while, you know, it was more of a pain in the ass than anything to really yeah. reuse. To well, it wasn't. It it was okay, but it was a lot more difficult to use effectively than it is now. Like yeah. light years, <laughs> because right. it's a unit of time, not distance. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> or distance, not time. I got that wrong. I'm sorry, Neil Tyson. Uh, I cursed you, you earlier in the podcast. You Damn you, physics! Science. Dude, he's I gonna did. come to your house and just punch you. In the throat. <laughs> You know, if if Neil Tyson wants to punch me in the throat, I will gladly let him do that. I love that man. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's so easy now, and now yeah. now you get experience from catching Pokemon. Yes, yeah, which that's is fucking amazing. <laughs> which I always thought like you should get experience from catching Pokemon because I mean, you yeah. can battle them. Like ah. Uh, Come on, give me, give me. You know, I fought this Pikachu for two and a half hours because he was being a little asshole and not getting in the Pokeball. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> the one thing I've always wondered about is catching fainted Pokemon because, like, if a Pokemon faints in like the episode or like in if it was real world, I guess the, you'd have a chance to capture them. Yeah, 
But I guess I see why that mechanic's not there because you could just sit there with a fainted Zapdos and just keep going. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that kind of balances out with the legendary Pokemon. That's probably yeah. one of the reasons that's not a thing. Um, yeah. But well, speaking of nicknames, what'd you guys nickname your rival? Like just in general, what's what are the names that you used to name your your rival? Douche. Jesus, Brian. I know I'm a horrible. <laughs> I didn't know the bad connotation of it when I was a child. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm legitimately going to have to edit that out of this podcast. I know. Like I'm not kidding. <laughs> uh, that's, that's fine. You can just bleep me out. <laughs> okay, I will. I'm going to put a beep over you. <laughs> <laughs> no, fucking hell, it, dude. <laughs> every single time, I would just be like, yeah, like, and I never really <laughs> understood the word until later on in life. I'm like, oh. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was a terrible human being back then. Nah, I'm still a terrible human being, Sharon. Come yes, on. Yes, yes, Nothing's changed. Nothing's I, changed. Uh, I, name, I named mine, like, I used to name them after the bullies in school because I was bullied <laughs> fucking constantly. God damn it. Middle school and elementary school were dark days, folks. Dark days. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would always name them after the bullies so that way when I kicked his ass, I could just be like, ha, fuck you. And now I just name them, like, Brian. See or <laughs> that's that's my blue version is Brian and my red version is my blue version is Brian and my red version is Jaren right now. So you two <laughs> should feel loved. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. But I never really named them anything like obscene. Like I would just name them like I, I named them like douche sure and like asshat. But that was I think that was the worst it ever got. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I like I never went super crazy with it for the like the longest time. I always just did red and blue like that. Was, yeah, me too. Those were the me names too. of the whoever I was against. But yep. Well, yeah. all right. We know Brian's a horrible person. <laughs> we've we've oh. we already knew this. Uh, no, but... I know. But like every time I just would name it that. And I, that was even like when I first started because I didn't understand what the word really meant. No, you, you don't have to explain anything to us, Brian. All I'm saying is I will have to bleep you. Uh, <laughs> no, that's fine. No, please do. Well, please. Okay. <laughs> it's funny because the new games, you don't even name your rival. They've already right, got yeah. their name. See, I that's one thing I didn't like about X and Y is that I really wish you could name all of your friend group. Like that would oh, have been God. really cool. You have so you like you don't even have just one rival in X and Y. Yeah, you, you have, have like an entire three, group against four. you. I you love have how four. they all like submit themselves as your rival. They're like, hey, we're rivals now. It's like no. Fuck no, you. Wait, the, I don't we were having breakfast like, like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just gonna go over here. Like you guys fight amongst yourselves. Like leave me alone. I thought Why we were friends. What happened here? <laughs> yeah, we're rivals. I think, I think your real rival, like the big one, is uh, the girl. Like if you choose the guy, um, you have the girl Serena. Yeah, Serena. Yeah, and I was like fighting her because like you can fight her once a day. Um, after you beat the Elite Four, yeah. which is pretty cool. And you get a lot yeah. of experience from fighting her. Absolutely. See, um, that's another thing about the old games. is like once you beat the Elite Four, you can try and capture all 150. But like, you really only have the Elite Four up. after that. Yeah. yeah, Unknown Dungeon, Mewtwo, and then that was kind of in-game. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's kind of it. I well, am going to see if the glitch works to get a Mew. I I haven't tested it, but I know the missing O glitch is there. Uh, okay, so that the is still alive is and well, there. so the Mew glitch should probably work. I I would love it to work, but I doubt you'll be able to transfer it into the Pokemon Bank, which makes me sad. <laughs> I know. Well, and I was I was excited. I was like, oh, I can get these in my other game, but you have to wait for yeah. Sun and Moon to even get those ones. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, um, oh, 
I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh well. Mm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I know the missing no glitch is confirmed, which makes me happy because that way you can just <laughs> fuck with it, and <laughs> it just it seems like it's a pretty cut and dry copy paste, which is awesome. Yeah, um, they just but, added uh, going. The new- trading features and stuff so yeah uh going back to the in-game conversation that was one of the reasons i fucking love gen 2 i think i like gen 2 almost more than i like gen 1 gen 1 was like my foundation but gen 2 was an entirely new experience it was like fully in color and not to mention it's the only pokemon game with two entire continents to explore like Mm -hmm. the fact that you could go to kanto from johto in that blew my goddamn child mind (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, I I played the shit out of Gold and Silver. I love yeah. those games, and you know, yeah. I mean, you beat the Alien Four, and then it was like, oh shit. Hey, by the way, why don't you go over to Kanto and play the first game over again? You're missing a couple of things, but and then you beat the Elite Four again. And my favorite bit is at the top of Mount Silver when you get to fight Red. Like that was the fucking coolest moment in any Pokemon game for me because it was just this like silent like nod to each other and then this fucking battle and he had all of like Venusaur, Blastoise, Charizard, he had Pikachu. It was so fucking great, yeah. man. I loved that game. That was that was probably one of my favorites too, was Silver. Yeah. Um because I got uh just not Soul Silver but regular Silver. Yeah. That was by far my favorite just cuz it was totally like there were new Pokémon mm. and yeah, I could go back and play the first game and I knew what I was doing. And I didn't spend the first 10, you know, 10 hours in one patch of grass. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'd like to think that the generation one set the like the gameplay and the standard for the game where generation two set the tone for the series. Yeah. And I think I think think both of them just work off of each other so well. Like, oh, yeah. Well, they added so like all sorts of new stuff. You had breeding and everything like all Mm -hmm. of that added into gen two. And then so, night and day cycles and yeah, that was it's crazy new. how big that fucking game was for a Game Boy cartridge. Like and gold and silver was all, was done by only four programmers. That's impressive. That's, that's insane. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I could. I don't fact think I for you guys. <laughs> Programming fact. No. The more you know. That's insane. Um, but it, so let, let's keep going. But who was your favorite? Uh, both of you guys. Who was your favorite legendary? I'll answer last. Mm. Go ahead, Jared. Who is your favorite legendary, I should say? Articuno's always been a favorite, oddly enough. Mm. Um, Legendaries were always, like, taboo for me. Like, I'd catch them to, like, complete the Pokedex, but I would never use them. I was 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 very much the same way. Yeah, so Uh, it it was hard for me to get, like, a favorite. Yeah. (laughs) I guess. I think uh, one I... Yeah. Hmm. It's a hard question. That's a loaded it question. Really, it really is. There's so many of them now. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like I always stuff. liked, I always loved Mew a lot because you couldn't get it in Generation One, and it was such a fucking mystery. Because like even in the even in the like Pokédex guides that you would buy for like you know the help guides, Mew would be in the back, and you could never figure out how to get it. So yeah. Mew was definitely my favorite. But I am, I don't know if I I count him as like a standard legendary Pokemon though, because you couldn't really get you can't really get him in regular means. Well, you know? he's he's one of those special event Pokemon that uh, yeah. you don't actually need to complete the national decks along with yeah. like Jirachi, Celebi. Oh God, 
I do love the legendary dogs, uh, Suicune, Entai, and, uh, mm-hmm. and Riku. They were such a pain in the fucking ass to catch, though. Jesus. God, I hated that. I hated <laughs> Okay, I did hate that mechanic. Because you'd yeah. go to the route, you'd get there, and then they'd disappear. They'd be like, gone. Son of yeah. a bitch. I basically <laughs> gave up, and then all of a sudden they'd appear, and I'd be like, ah, ah, and then I'd lose. Uh, and and then they'd, they'd like, run away. I'd knock them out, and they'd, they'd run off. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that was a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I agree with Luke. I think Mew is probably my favorite legendary. Um, just See, because- I, I, I'm not going to go with Mew just because of the reasons I stated before, since he's just kind of an event Pokemon. Yeah, but he just, I don't know. Mew and Mewtwo. I mean, Mewtwo was the first legendary that I caught. Because I didn't really? quite, yeah. Because I didn't understand like where to go get the other ones. No, I really okay, did. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, okay, and I just kept walking, like, oh la la, oh look, Mewtwo. So yeah, if you didn't know they were already there, they were very easy to miss. And I didn't know they were there. Yeah. So for me, I think yeah, Mewtwo was was kind of my. I think it was my first legendary that I caught, and I used the my first Master Ball. Yeah. On him because I was like, there is no way in hell I'm missing this. And I didn't yeah. understand the concept of saving before I walked in. Right. Uh, yeah. I didn't oh, get fuck. It, I didn't understand off, that either again. at first. Yeah. <laughs> you only have to knock out one legendary save afterwards to learn that, the, to be like, oh, yep. I hate mm-hmm. my life. I didn't understand I done that. goofed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Was, I would okay. I think I think uh, my my favorite it was gonna have to be Zapdos or Anti. Um, they Zapdos was the one I I think I used the most, but Entei is the one that I I liked the most because he was a big fire dog and it seems like he was super <laughs> fluffy and I bet he would be really warm to cuddle with. Really probably, <laughs> yeah, <He> probably would be. <laughs> um, I he stands to think about that. Um, he's massive. He's, probably pull up the, the stats on him because each pokemon i love i love the in the game how they don't actually like go to size like they're kind of doing better with the newer the newer games yeah yeah but like uh what is it electro or yeah electrode is like freaking three feet in uh radius so right. he's six feet in diameter like he's giant yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah, and and people like you're like, oh look, it's a little Pokemon. Like, yeah, yeah. And you just well, that was that it. was always one of the cool things about the anime is that they definitely drew. They yes. they were very true to scale. I remember yes. that actually about Electrode. I think it might have been Pokemon the first movie mm-hmm. when uh when you saw Electrode rolling around and he was like taller than his trainer was, and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, not like that. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it looks like Entei is six feet and eleven inches, nearly seven. Damn, yeah. that is one big ass cuddle buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. one big ass. <laughs> that's like three Great Danes. I don't God, know. I, don't I think that's more than three Great Danes. That is. Go Hopefully, he feeds feed on love in his inner fire. <laughs> <laughs> and then I could keep him forever. <laughs> Love in his inner fire. That's brilliant. yes. No, it's or no. He gets pokey blocks. There you go. You can just yeah. Pick oh yeah. We can just time. Poke we can make, make pokey blocks for him. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, oh, <laughs> fucking pokey pez. No, I really, I really enjoy how in the newer games they're actually setting to scale because mm-hmm. that never made sense to me. 
Like, but they didn't really have any good way to do it, though. They really you didn't. Know? I before, know. before, I would argue before black and white, they really didn't have a good way to do it. Because black and white, where even though it wasn't completely 3D, that's when they could actually kind of scale it almost. Um, yeah. They would at least look bigger because they had kind of motion and shadowing and stuff. So they could finally build the models a bit better. Um, but now that there's full 3D battles, I mean, they're doing really good about that. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. I'm really impressed. Yeah. So oh, I do have one one qualm. Qualm? Yeah. Oh, Coral? Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Whatever word. You insert, insert word. Yeah, issue works. Um, <laughs> I'm really getting tired of... Shut up, Luke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Personally, for me, I'm getting really tired of every fucking Pokemon being a mega evolved Pokemon. Dude, they're just gonna have more though. That's I know, the, and that's, that's the thing. and that's why like, but I, 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 it's not like I'm. Oh, I'm so angry and pissed off. I'm never playing again. It's just like, it's like, come on, really, Mega Evolve Pikachu? Like, r- really, Rotata? <laughs> Mega, Mega, Mega Evolve? No, I, like I'm just saying, like soon it's gonna be like, yeah. oh, and everyone has a Mega Evolve. It's like, why? Yeah, like, um, like it's cool. Like it, it's super cool to. You know, like one or two, or like three or four. You know, but yeah, the mystery. Yeah, yeah. But how many do they have now? Like, I think there's like they have quite a few, eighty-five or something ridiculous that all have yeah. evolve ability. But see, I, I don't, don't really have a problem with that. I mean, I I think I think it's kind of saturated a little bit because like I. I kind of want to view Mega Evolution almost like as a legendary form of a regular Pokemon, but I don't think that's what they're going for. But that's kind of how it lo- how it seemed in my head. Mm-hmm. It seemed like almost a legendary form of like not mm-hmm. a legendary Pokemon, but I just think it's like a Super Saiyan version, and we've seen how that goes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, it looks like there's about Super Saiyans for days total right now. So forty five okay. total. Which when you have seven hundred, that's million. not. 18 it's not okay it's not as bad it's not as bad as i thought i I, for me it was more of the uh i I thought it was the um just i feel like everyone has like every pokemon it might just be the pokemon you like pokemon is what happens i think yeah and what i find funny is x and y where mega evolution was introduced Mm -hmm. the those starters didn't even get a mega evolution they ended up doing the original three uh, right, yeah. Char- Charizard, Venusaur, and Blastoise that all got Mega mm-hmm. Evolution. So, Just yeah, that was interesting. Did I? I? I honestly, I haven't played. Well, I played through it, but I haven't found all the Mega Evolutions for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Did they add some into there? Because honestly, um, that was like for some reason that totally passed me up. I didn't even think about that while I was playing. They, it. they did. They added. They actually did add a few. They added Beedrill, Pidgeot. Uh, oh, Mega Pidgeot, that's cool. Yeah, oh, really? Slowbro, How the fuck Steelix, did I miss that? Sceptile, Swampert, uh, Sableye, Sharpedo, Camerupt. Oh, uh, fucking Mega Camerupt. I love Camerupt. Oh, dude, he looks badass. Altarier, um, Glalie, Salamance, Metagross, Latias, nice. and Latios are pretty much the same thing. Um, Rayquaza, Rayqua- Mega Rayquaza is actually not tournament legal because he's so oh, OP. Okay. yeah um, <laughs> low punny for all the furry fans that's that's funny Galade, <laughs> um adino and deonsi who's actually a newer generation pokemon but really adino adino yeah which i i found kind of funny but 
Um, see, but you see what I mean? Like, I feel like they're just grabbing them and they're like, oh, let's just, let, you're now a negative I didn't have a problem with any of those that you listed off, Jared. Yeah. Like, I well, think they, all of those sound awesome. I guess they wanted to do a Mega Flygon, but he couldn't come up with a concept for it, so they ended up not okay. doing it. But um, I'm sure they're going to add more, dude. I'm Yeah, this, absolutely. In Sun and Moon, you're probably going to see even more come out, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um. I mean, as I said, it's not a, oh, I'm so angry. It's a, like, uh, okay, this is where we're going. So <laughs> I'm just, I'm okay with it. It's just one of those. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, if you're going to make a mega evolve for everything, you might as well just get it over with. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it into a new, uh, new mechanic. A new mechanic. Everyone's a mega. Yeah. But, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Nah, it's not too bad. But that's just, me. yeah. Um, but let's move on. Um, let's go with, oh, let's go top six favorite Pokemon from every generation. Should we do, should we do from every generation? Shit. No, no, no. I say, I say, okay. I was about to say that's crazy. Oh, top six total. Okay. Yeah. You gave me a fucking heart attack. We would be here for a goddamn another hour, Brian. (laughs) Not that I don't want to be, but I don't think our listening, our listeners really would be like, oh God, (laughs) shut the fuck up. You guys. (laughs) Okay, okay I could just add, like, oh, like man, Charizard dude. in every generation, Brian. Just shut up about shut it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can. I think I can do that. Um, All right. I might have to write this down. Well, I think I think I can go first. I'm pretty go. confident in mine. So I'll go, I'll go after you. I think I know. I think I know mine. My first, I think, will always be Venusaur because he was my first maxed out um, starter Pokemon, and he was my first like level three evolution Pokemon. And I've always, I've always just really loved fucking Venusaur. I've always loved Bulbasaur. I, uh, I, he's my, always been my go-to since he was the, f- my first technical starter, uh, when I actually learned how to play the game. <laughs> so Venusaur is definitely up there. My favorite Pokemon of all time is Dragonite. I love Dragonite. Dragonite's awesome. He has his little nubbly arms. He can fly. He has his little nubbly wings. He's adorable. I bet he gives great hugs. Um, <laughs> and also, when you got when you got a fucking Dragonite in Gen One, you were a badass because that fucking Dratini was hard as shit to train, man. Holy crap! God, that yeah. took forever. Well, you don't get a Dragonite until level fifty-five, which is fucking yep. crazy. Yep, uh, and I remember grinding that out for a long, long time in Gen 1. Uh, and to this day, I always try to have a Dragonite in my party. Um, yeah, I fucking love Dragonite. So that's that's my number one. Venusaur is probably near my number two. Um, for my number three, I actually, I'm going to go Camerupt. I love Camerupt. He's uh, definitely one of the most useful fire types since he's fire ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a fantastic competitive pokemon uh, i use i use, always use a camera up on my competitive teams just because of his type advantage being fire and ground uh water isn't super effective against him oh no not water um shit no that is not water's... super effective against him grass sorry really grass bad. grass isn't super effective against his ground type that's yeah. what i meant yeah water is super effective yeah but water's because... gonna be like four times effective yeah yes. water's 4x <laughs> effective sorry totally messed that up in my head Point being, he does have type advantage, though, in certain situations, which is super fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely going to go Camerupt. Um, for my fourth, I think Gallade is going to be my fourth. I really I really like Gallade. Gallade's the Ralts, the fighting Ralts evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, he's fighting Psychic. 
which is also a really unique combo type uh, type advantage Pokemon because Psychic is usually uh, super effective against fighting. So he's he's usually one of my competitive teams. And I also really like Ralts in general um, just because he was kind of like one of the first more rare Pokemon that was really difficult to find at Gen 3 um, when Gen 3 first started because Wally gets one. Um, but it was super difficult, especially in the Game Boy Advance games, to find another one. I remember searching yeah. for like an hour or two. Uh, so that was always really cool because I always loved getting a Ralts. And he was also one of those Pokemon that you had to kind of level up doing the whole put him first in your party and then, you know, take him back until he got confusion. Because until like, I think it's level 12, he's fucking useless. So putting in a lot of time with him always paid off for me. Um, God. All right, now it's going to get a little difficult. So, Gallade, we're going to go... Gyarados. Gyarados is probably close to my fifth. Uh, once again, for, for the same reason, that putting in the effort with the Magikarp in Gen 1, and I think putting in the effort with Magikarp in general, and then coming out with this amazing, like, water dragon-looking Pokemon. Uh, I know he's not technically considered a dragon-type anymore. He's dragon-flying. But, uh, or he's, uh, he's water flying instead of dragon. He still looks fucking badass, and I love dragon-type Pokemon. So, going with Gyarados for my number five. And my number six, I'm going to have to do Typhlosion. Um, Cyndaquil was my starter in Gen 2 every single time. And Typh the I love the entire evolution chain of Cyndaquil. So, mm -hmm. I would say all three of those stand in my sixth. Because Typhlosion was always such a fucking badass when you finally got him. So that's my top six. All right. Huzzah. That was no, that's good. Sup, good bitches. Pokemon. Good good explanations. <laughs> um, Thank you. So of course my number one is Charizard. Um, just like Luke said, first Pokemon, first giant, you know, first mega third evolution. You know, you work so hard to get that, and then all of a sudden, bam! There, there is your first giant, amazing Pokemon. So definitely. I mean, hands down, Charizard. Um, honestly, I love all three of the starters from Gen 1. Um, Blastoise is great. Um, so he's probably going to be my number two is Blastoise. Um, just because of, I mean, he's a turtle with guns on him. Fuck yeah. Like, I mean, do I need to say more? No, you, you really know? don't. Um, <laughs> he, I really enjoyed him. Um, the next one... I really, really liked Abra just yeah. because of the way Abra looked. Mm -hmm. um, I, I didn't really like Kadabra or Alakazam, except they were hella powerful and just Fuck, amazing. Yeah, they were. But just little Abra, the way he is, I was like, you know what? I, he's, he's, he's a good one. So mm -hmm. I'll put him at my number three. You know, a, I, I like that because a Jin, even though you didn't say Alakazam, a Gen 1 Alakazam, if you could get one, would raffle stomp everything. Anything. <laughs> Dude, Anything. Psychic was so OP because they yeah, didn't it actually was. have a ghost type that could effectively yeah. fight it. Yeah. <laughs> on the on the cute things, so that was what, my first three? That was number three, um, yeah. That was number three. On my, on, I'll keep going on the cute scale. Um, I'm going to go straight to Mew. Mew yeah. um, always has been in my top favorites. Mm -hmm. Um just because I love I love the way Mew, you know, just is Mew. You can do anything yeah, he's with adorable. it. You can, yeah, there, he's adorable or it's adorable because we don't know mm -hmm. if it's a boy or a girl. That's um, true. It's adorable. You can put any move on it. 
Like all of a way sudden, to be gender way to be gender uh, sensitive I'm now, Brian. Gender sensitive, but <laughs> you isn't it. We're not quite sure. Um, but no, it's just I, I don't know. I've always loved Mew, and especially like in doing competitive play. Here comes a Mew, and they're like, "Oh, whatever." I have a fighting type. You're like, "Yeah, bitch." I just hit you with a ground move. Like what? Or I think that was fighting weakness i don't, I don't remember yeah. types i haven't played in a while what? it's been it, it's been a rough week um <laughs> it's always next, been a rough week brian oh yeah yeah Tech. so number five number four or that was number four number five uh umbreon um always like i love eevee and i love the diversity of eevee especially now with everything mm-hmm. um i mean you could have a full team of eevees and then some yeah. And it's just, yeah, I mean, you can actually do really well with it. Um, so Umbreon and last but not least is Quill Lava. Um, probably just my absolute favorite look of that three. Like, I agree 100% that the Cinequil, Quill Lava, Typhlosion, like, set along with the Charmander, Charmeleon, and Charizard, absolutely mm-hmm. spectacular. You always absolutely. chose fire, didn't you? Every time. I have never chosen not a fire type. That's interesting. The first time I did, I hated it, and I reset. Um, I did that on um, actually my current um, Sapphire. I chose uh, water. Oh, you and chose uh, whatever Mudkip? his name is, Mudkip. Mudkip's yep. a badass, dude. Water. Yeah, water. Mudkip's awesome. I just I don't know. Like I'm not a I'm That's not fair. a water That's person. Fair. Like, give me fire. It's pretty straightforward. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> burn you. That's about what's going to happen. I don't have any <laughs> special moves. I'm not going to put you to sleep. I'm going to burn you with fire blast, fire, um, fire beam, um, fire, that fire, fire beam. beam? <laughs> that's a move, but they might that that's a that move, is a move. They don't make that move anymore. It was an original. Um, it was a uh, one of my favorites with Charizard in the first gen, oh, fire well. beam, because they had water beam. Um, but they had hydro pump. Beam, hydro pump. Um, they didn't have like a, a they had solar beam but yeah um i i just love yeah i don't know i'm i'm a fire type like if if i could i would be a fire type gym leader and that's all i would do yeah oh fire blast fire blast that's the name well of it. it's fire yeah. blast then there was uh, of course now yeah, there's blast like burn which is like the well, that's hyper the beam yeah. version of fire. yeah yeah that's yeah. new but i thought they had a fire beam i thought fire no beam was, they was they known. did not have a fire beam <laughs> That's just I think you're thinking of Fire Blast, but yeah, I might be. I oh. thought there was like. What a, do I know? I'm just a bear. I bite the heads off of fish. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but no, it was uh, just anything fire. I I will destroy you yeah. with. So good list. Good list. Yeah, Jaren. What about you, Jaren? My six. Now that I've written it down, <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it. So I was like, I don't know. Right off the bat, Venusaur. Like, yeah, Bulbasaur was my first first like fully evolved pokemon i've ever had you always remember your first yeah you always remember your first so yeah venusaur's always been a long time favorite i'm the weird guy that's like bulbasaur well apparently luke and i are the weird guys that like bulbasaur everybody else is like charizard blastoise anyways mm-hmm. um i was weird in like the second generation i actually i switched and i went um fire so i was like yeah typhlosion so that's what i did too jaren he's, that was the he's same gotta one. be my second um, and it's funny because I remember in those versions, um, my friend Eric was playing Silver and he chose Feraligator. 
mm-hmm. just to go against me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So he he was kind of my rival in that game. I remember he stayed home a couple days from school just to get ahead of me, and I was like, "You're an asshole! <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch!" I can yeah. see Eric doing that. Yeah. So, um, and then third, like I didn't know any of the starters, so I was like, "Oh man, who am I gonna choose?" I was like, "Well, I went grass and then fire, so let's go water this time." And then I got mudkip. So Swamper is like one of my favorites. Swamper's a badass. Yeah, me and you had the same exact path for starters, Jaren. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and well, and it's funny because I remember the third gen games. Like at that time, none of my friends were playing. I was like, I'm alone playing. Ruby. I was the same uh, way. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. Just kidding. <laughs> the um, I've seen. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Number four. I want to say like any of the Eevee evolutions, but uh, Jolteon has to be one of my favorites. Like mm-hmm. Jolteon is like a speed demon, which has always been crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, five, Nidoking's always had a close place to my heart. I love Nidoking. God, he's a badass, dude. He's such a tank. Yeah, he is. Gen 1, um, he was fucking beefy, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't know how relevant he is now because I don't play a lot of the competitive or meta game. But uh, right, he, yeah, dude, I've always I have, I have a Nita Ran right now that I'm leveling up to in uh, blue just to get to a Nito King. So, um, and then last but not least would be Metagross, dude. First time mm-hmm. I ever got a Metagross, like I was like, this guy's a Bamf, all the Fuck way. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Psychic and Steel, dude. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He will roll through you like a tank. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I actually like that list too because yeah, I, I'm I'm right on board with you for uh for Nitto King. I, I'm doing the same thing on my blue version. I actually just evolved my Nidorino. So mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you get like one moonstone in Mount Moon and I'm gonna be saving that for him. You actually so. get two. Oh, do you? Yeah, there's okay, you know, right before the Helix fossil? Mm-hmm. Or the Dome and Helix Fossil. You know that little tiny alleyway that's there for no reason? Yeah. Go to the end of that and hit A. There's another Moonstone Oh, it's there. just hidden? Oh. Yeah. I discovered that completely on fucking accident. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, I love that about the old game. You just run around mashing A and randomly Sometimes, find items. <laughs> yeah, and like all the underground pathways and stuff, there was always like random shit on the ground to pick up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, I... Let's go. Uh, I'm gonna have to buy the game now. I didn't buy it because we were on vacation, so they're only they're it. only ten bucks on the uh, east east. Yeah, so that's yeah. it. Yeah, yep. That's nothing. I ended up buying all three just because. So. I did too, Jerry, and it's okay. <laughs> I kind of hope that the they're gonna do gold and silver as virtual console games. I, I I don't see why they wouldn't, especially now that they've kind of already started that path. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they would remake them again. <laughs> obviously but i would really like to see an original gold silver um yeah. for i that, thought they so. i mean they did heart silver but that yeah, was heart kind gold, of like soul newer, silver yeah it kind of had like all the newer stuff too well it. and they yeah. they did they did fire red and leaf green as remakes for like the originals but yeah i yeah. i mean i would love to play the original gold and silver again um, i would too because the batteries in mine are dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's a shame that's how my yellow version is oh my gosh joe the cat you're okay buddy no he's not he needs you save joe it is joe <laughs> and he needs you now yes, no he does. it's it's just I, I, as as our fans can tell this is extremely close to our heart this is everything yeah. this defined us 
mm-hmm. as so many ways. People, it touched yeah. me. It touched you deeply, Jerry. It was a good it, touch, though. It's a good, very touch. good, real touch. good touch. <laughs> but it's something that you know I will always, always play. Yeah, um, absolutely. Even I, honestly, even when I'm old, like because yeah. they're just great games. They've got great replay value. Mm-hmm. You can't really, you know, you don't have to worry too much about anything else. It's just, ugh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I love those games so. Yeah, it's just I'm really glad we we're. Uh, it's so cool that you know we're we're at the 20th anniversary, and I'm really glad we were able to do this special podcast. It kind of fell, fell at the right time, right place. But yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, this, like I said, these, these games set up what I want to do with my life. Like you yeah. know, without once again, without them, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here right now. And I mean, they're more than just games to me. I, they're they're part of me. And I know that sounds probably so weird to some random person listening to this podcast listening to a 24 year old being like it's a piece of me but it is it's it's so important and it's so close to home that i really hope that it it keeps going for another 20 years so that more and more generations get to discover the same things that we did because it's such it's such a positive thing it is to another 20 years pokemon (laughs) fuck yeah cheers guys and uh, on that note, I think that's it for the Cold Coffee Comics, the Brew Podcast Pokemon Special. Uh, please don't forget to check us out on all the socials, uh, Cold Coffee Comics on Facebook, at Cold Coffee Geeks on Twitter. Follow me personally, at Wunderwaffle on Twitter, and SoundCloud, and, and iTunes, the podcast, The Brew. Please like and subscribe, download, do all the socials. It helps us out a ton. And yeah. thank you all so much for listening. Yeah, thank Later, you guys. guys. Bye. That was super great. Yes, it was. Perfect. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me stop recording. Here, pa dear, pa dear.